good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 183. I can make fun comfort, wait, what? No. I can make fun comfort. There you go. Alex, don't stumble too much. Yes, I'm your host Alex. I didn't know that was my title. (laughs) (laughs) That is your title. Uh, I'm your host Alex. (laughs) It's all good. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have again Steph. Now, usually when I say I have a guest again, it's usually a few episodes later, but Steph was actually one of my first guests on my podcast. She was on episode five or four, four, episode four. So now it's what episode one eight one sorry one hundred eighty three. I was gonna say I was like, oh my goodness, so many. We're so proud of you, Alex. Steph has been judging from behind. She's like, yes, okay, this is not my time to come back. Now I'm coming back. Now <laughs> this the quality has improved. I can come back. <laughs> well, you know the thing is, since the last episode, you picked up a new hobby, and that's the reason why we have you back here today. I say we, but Ooh. it's just me. But the reason why I have you back here today, and Steph's hobby is crochet. But before we jump into the topic of crochet, for the people who haven't listened to episode four, who is Steph? I'm a mom. <laughs> I just I just live my life doing, you know, random things. Uh, mostly a mom now. And uh, I like to cook. And obviously, I like to crochet. Baking is something that I've recently taken up as well. And I'm one of Alex's very good friends. <laughs> Yes, one of my best friends. We've been friends for many years now, and many. she's a very kind-hearted person and always welcoming whenever we hang out. Our kids play along with each other. They're somewhat playing along with each other. They're still too young to understand. Well, at least my son's still too young to understand the concept getting, of other humans. They're getting at the age <laughs> when they can actually play together, though. Exactly. So. Every every time we hang out, it's like they're more aware, right? So exactly. That's really nice. One day they'll be on this podcast, maybe. Maybe my son will interview your daughter. There you go. <laughs> That'd be so cute. <laughs> but you know what? Today we're going to show, as we are good role models, we will show our kids how we do podcasting and hobbying. So yes, today we're going to be talking about crochet. But before we jump into the topic of crochet, do you have any social media links, websites, or projects you're working on? Oh, I wish. I'm very under the radar. <laughs> I'm just a lowly little little regular person. I have an Instagram, but it's private. So that's kind of boring. You know what? It's fine. Keeping yeah. private is perfectly fine. Nobody needs to know. Come on. Don't be Snoopy, guys. <laughs> Snoopy, you know, Charlie Brown. Snoopy, not that kind of Snoopy. The other type of Snoopy. Don't be Snoopy. So we'll leave that behind. Nobody needs to know that. But today, what they do need to know is a little bit more about your hobbies. So how did you get introduced to crochet? I learned a little bit how to do it when I was like a teenager, but that didn't really turn into anything. It was just, you know, you're, you get interested in something and then you learn for like two days and then you move on to the next thing. It was sort of like that. And then I went about my life. And um, recently, I guess it's, you know, because of pandemic and everything and everyone working from home just got really like restless, you know, especially uh, being a stay at home mom. All I do is just hang out with my one year old and, it, you know, it's great, but you need something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to get these uh, these cat butt coasters for my friend for her housewarming, but they were like really expensive on Etsy. And then I just randomly had the thought of like, oh, like what if I just made them instead? So I looked it up. Like I just, I just, I don't know. I just owned in on this, and then I started making like my gift, and then I just unlocked something in my head I was like this is really fun where I'm like 
like, oh, I remember how to do this, or I remember this stitch, I remember that, right? And then it just uh, went spiraling from there. There's like these websites where you get kits. Say you want to make like a sweater or like a scarf. They just make the kit for you. So they give you the the yarn and the, the needles or the the hooks and they give you instructions and then you just buy that and then and then you make it yourself. So I got really hooked on uh, those websites and I made my first cardigan. And then I started branching out from that, looking up free patterns online and getting uh, cheaper cheaper yarns from like Walmart so I could so I could do this longer because it gets really ex- expensive um yeah and it's just been like snowballing from there like I'll finish something and I'll be like now I want to do this and right now I have like three things going on it's, it's getting insane <laughs> <laughs> I have too many questions about that but don't you find that amazing that you're faced with a problem and you're like what if what if I tried finding a solution and then you're like whoa Okay, I kind of, I kind of like this. I don't know where this comes from, but you know, like, this is cool. Like, oh, cool. There's a hole in the wall. Crochet. Well, probably crochet <laughs> might not be the best solution for a hole in the wall, but I mean, just the idea that there is a problem, and you're like, instead of just buying something, you're like, I can give this a try. If I mess up, I mess up, and I can buy later. But at least I gave it a shot, right? I like that feeling of like when you when you start something new, or like when you sort of enter a new realm of something, you know, hobby wise or, you know, like for example, like my new thing is baking and I'm like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> like watching the, the great British baking show, like trying to, uh, trying to make bread, like it's a whole world. Same with crochet, you know, it's fun to discover. And speaking about a whole world of crochet, like how would you define your specific style? Like what are things that you prefer to do? I think I like to make uh i guess like more more fashionable items i don't i don't know how you define that though because you know everybody's style is different but i like to make like cardigans um hats stuff like that because like you know there's a whole whole world of stuff you could make with crochet you can make socks you can make blankets i started making baskets now Okay, so you you mentioned fashion, right? So this is an odd question that just popped up. Is there a specific decade you try to aim for? Maybe like the 60s, like socks from the 60s or scarves from the 60s or something more modern, something, a scarf that would be worn in the 21st century? Yeah, maybe more modern, I think. And uh, so actually, so speaking about the actual inspiration aspect that comes into play, where do you pull the inspiration? Do you go online or do you just see like a stranger walking on the street? You're like, I can make that into something. <laughs> you don't steal it off them, but I mean, like you just like visually take a mental picture and then go back home and create it. I used to, you know, peruse H&M and all those um, stores and I'm like, oh, maybe I can make that cardigan or maybe I can make that the uh, top. But now I'm sort of just picking from my own head. For instance, my third project that I've added onto my roster, I'm making loose that that Lucy is my daughter's name. Um, I'm making loose a little like not a purse but like like a satchel I don't know like a side side bag so that she can like play play as if she's shopping with it or put her bunny in it her bunny is like her first love like she loves that bunny so maybe if she can carry him around and have her hands free you know that'd be really cute so yeah that's my <laughs> that's my third project that I'm uh, I'm starting so the purse for loose what color is it? Is it a color that she prefers or is it just colors that you prefer to use? 
me. I still decide <laughs> things for her. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy doing that. <laughs> uh, it's beige. It's just very neutral, you know, very simple. <laughs> yeah. And is beige a color that you prefer to use for all your creations? Or are there, are there certain colors you like to use more? Say so. I really like my beiges. I like grays. I like ivories, beiges, creams. Yeah. And with these colors, do you try to do big, big projects or you try to do tiny, tiny little minuscule projects? I don't know why I said it like that, but yes, very small projects. <laughs> I like all sorts. And I think I like to have like a combination of them going on. For instance, my three projects are the little bag for loose. So that's like a little, little thing. And then I have a, a basket going on um, that I'm going to use. Like it's going to be like a big, big basket where I can just put like toilet paper in and then just store the toilet paper that way in my little in my little half bathroom. I thought it was gonna be really cute. And then the last one is the big one. It's a uh, grandpa cardigan for Josh, my husband. How big is big? <laughs> like like not big in size, but like big in like like project project sense. It's got it's got a lot of like elements to it and I'm not using a pattern for it. So I'm just like constantly like thinking about how I want to do it and you know, I'm I'm creating it one way and then I'm like measuring it on him and I'm like, oh, this doesn't work. And then I scrap it and then I, <laughs> I try another way. Yeah, that's my big project. I like to do like maybe like one big project and then maybe like a couple little projects in between. Maybe I'm not in the mood to to knit, uh, to crochet for the big project. So I'll just do like the little project that has like mindless stuff. I don't know why, but when you were talking about your big project, uh, a scarf, a grandfather scarf or a grandpa scarf for cardigan. Josh. Cardigan. Sorry, cardigan. Ah, why did I think scarf for some reason? <laughs> Let's go with my train of thought. I was thinking a giant long scarf, you know, like at a royal wedding where the wedding dress is just like a kilometer long. Like a Doctor Who scarf. <laughs> it's just so long. I can just see that for Josh. And I can also imagine, I don't know why as well, that when you were trying it on him, he was sleeping. <laughs> so you're just like <laughs> testing it, just kind of like Indiana Jones with the the treasure. He's just trying to closely. All right, okay, perfect. It fits. <laughs> and then you just go back at it. <laughs> and so for you on a personal level, what would you say is the best part about crochet? Uh, the fact that I get to, I don't know, enjoy the fruits of my spoils. Is that the term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice um, making things for, you know, the people I love and seeing them enjoy it. And so within all these projects you're working on, is there something at the top of your list that you see that you want to create, but you're just either not ready for to do it yet because there's not enough material in the world to create it, or you're just waiting for the right time? Yeah. So like the the next big project, I think it would be um, a cardigan for myself. I've already made one from a kit online. That was actually my very first like big crochet project. I'm really proud of it, but I have gained some skills since then and i want to make like a better one you know what i mean yeah that'll be the uh the next big thing after i'm done everything the next one to go the, mm -hmm. the next on the list there's always <laughs> gonna be a next one let's be honest yeah <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little bit of an expert let's just say this is my podcast i can say whatever i want i'm a little bit of an expert in crochet i had a few people on i know there are different types of hooks some made out of metal some made out of some plastic, some made out of wood. For you, what is the preferred hook you like to use to create your creations? Uh, probably metal. It just feels sturdy, I guess. 
I like, I mean, to be honest, I haven't really tried any other ones, but I like what I like. So I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to change for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do create these, let's say cardigans and other masterpieces, do you like to keep it simple for the patterns or do you like to try complex designs? Uh, yeah. So I, I'm still like very much a beginner. So I'd say like simple. I have like restyled a bit on some things and found it to be, you know, not, not a failure. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll start to do that more, but yeah, so far I just like to keep to the pattern or it's simple. Yeah. And when it comes to more complex designs or new techniques, where do you usually go to learn more about crochet? YouTube. YouTube has, uh, a lot of really like uh, succinct, like very good tutorial videos. And I'm starting to discover some crochet accounts on Instagram, which is really nice, but I don't think it's, or at least, at least whatever Instagram is feeding me, I, I don't think it's boomed yet. Um, so I still go on, uh, on YouTube for, for all that stuff. And do you ever, let's say, look at somebody's like technique and like think to yourself, I can do this, but what if I add my little Steph twist, kind of like my own little technique I wanted to add instead of just doing exactly what they're doing? I have no technique. Yet. <laughs> That's how beginner I am. <laughs> yeah. You know what? After this episode, you're like, damn it, Alex, now I'm going to have to design a technique for myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what has crochet taught you in life? Maybe like the the joy of making making something slowly as opposed to just purchasing it. I mean, this, this makes me think of a meme that I saw. It's like, like, have you seen the memes where it's like, why buy broccoli for $3 when you can spend $50 growing it for yourself? <laughs> I have like, not. I'm like, why spend $40 on a cardigan when I can spend $90 making it myself? There's such like a satisfaction of being able to say like, like, you know, when someone compliments you on your clothes, you're like, thanks, I made it myself. Like, I actually made it myself. It's really cool. Because I find, you know, today with, you know, fast fashion and Amazon, <laughs> how easily you can just get something like a sweater, which, you know, back in the day would take, you know, maybe days to make. Uh, it's also really nice to, so so I, I made a hat, like a winter hat for, for Luz. And uh, she actually liked it and she actually wears it and she wants to wear it, wear it, which is really, really cute because she hates hats. Even when I put like a hood on her or like any sort of winter hat, she just takes it off right away. But she liked the one that I made and she thinks it's really like soft and warm or something. And she just, I'm like, oh, where's your hat loose? And she like pats her head. She's like, yeah, where is it? <laughs> and she keeps it on. So it's like, there's a really sweet like satisfaction in seeing like, the people that you love enjoying things that you make for them. My son doesn't enjoy my podcast. How dare he? A one-year-old, <laughs> he should be loving my podcast. Oh, <laughs> He'll <so disappointed>. learn. <laughs> He'll know. Gotta understand it first. It might sound stupid, but I was imagining how Luce is wearing your, that hat you made for her. Maybe the scent of your hand or something rubbed off onto the hat and she smells that. I know it sounds like. That'd be so cute. Yeah, maybe. And just, she's like, oh, That's I cute. can smell my mother. This is cool. I want it on my head. When I first gave it to her, um, I was like, Luce, look what mama made for you. She, um, the first thing she did was like, she felt how soft it was and she was just like patting it like she was patting her bunny. So I think that's one of the reasons why she likes it. It was really soft. <laughs> and for you, what is the most stressful part about crochet? Um, 
nothing really stressful. I, I mean, I, I do it because it's one of the things that I can do to sort of chill out. But if I, if I were to think of something, maybe like the cost. <laughs> it ain't cheap. <laughs> okay, I, I might have another one for you. I don't know if you've ever encountered this, but I wouldn't say it's stressful, but it's one of those moments you're like, oh, why? While you're almost done your project, you look at your creation and you realize you messed up a stitch. Has that ever happened? Yes. <laughs> and yes, that's not stressful. I mean, it's, it's, it's like whatever. Because <laughs> I, I have the mentality of like, it'll be done when it's done, you know? When I first started out, I was really gung-ho about it. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to finish so I can wear it. Or I can't wait to finish this part so I can start uh, making this part. Um, but now I'm just like, it'll be done when it's done. <laughs> um, but I, I did, I did have that in my, the cardigan that I made from the kit, you, you probably saw me wearing it. Uh, one of the, one of the times we hung out, it, it's like a dark beige and it's got like a three quarter length sleeve. I had, oh my gosh, what was it? I had, I had finished the, let's just say like, I finished like the, the first sleeve and then like I I had it like 60% done and then as I'm like going along I I just want to look at my work and then I see like I literally missed a stitch so like I I just I missed it and there's just a hole I want to say about 30% of the way in Ooh. so I was like mm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say for example if you ever see a hole like that could you put something in it to cover up the hole especially for kid clothing it seems completely normal to add like say a butterfly thing inside or a flower or a pizza i don't know why pizza but like any kind of like little fluffy thing you can add, create to add inside kind of like a button i mean maybe somebody else could that has like, expertise <laughs> i feel like maybe like yeah like i feel like that's possible but i i don't i wouldn't know how <laughs> i think that's that's embroidery what you're thinking of yeah combining probably embro hobbies. embroider something on top yeah <laughs> Yeah. Cover the hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, never look at the hole. You know, the <laughs> hole doesn't exist if you don't see it. It was in the back. And Josh was like, like, does it really matter? And I was like, yes, it matters. This is my first one. Alex is going to look at your butt. I don't want him to look at your butt. <laughs> it's near the butt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, another question I have for you is, have you realized you're starting to have some muscle memory? So instead of just like constantly looking at your project, you realize you can kind of like do it without looking at it. Yeah. There's like all these, all these like types of stitches, right? Like single crochet, double crochet, half double, yada, yada, yada. Sometimes when I'm doing something that has like a double crochet, like I'll get the muscle memory, but then like my brain will mess up and then I'll start just doing single crochet because maybe I'm just used to doing single crochet more for, for my projects. And then I'll just be like, oh, wait, or now. <laughs> so, yeah, but. And for you, what would you say was your biggest challenge when you first started crochet? Probably understanding patterns and sort of wrapping my head around the lingo, the, the, whole, the whole world of crochet. Because, I, I mean, even when you buy the yarn, the yarn is called something that, that was gibberish to me at the time. You know, it's, there's like. There's worsted yarn, there's Aran yarn, there's, I forget all the words, but it's just like referring to the thickness and the way that it was wound. It's, it's just like a learning curve that way. 
the patterns, you know, that you get will have abbreviations for the stitch that you're supposed to use. So, so I had to just decipher what the abbreviation was and then look up on YouTube, like, okay, what is a front pose double crochet? What is that? <laughs> what does back loops only mean? You know? So that, that was a, that was a steep learning curve for me. I mean, not having any background in it whatsoever. Like I, I was just taught, you know, from somebody randomly how to, how to move my hands, how to just uh, make the stitch. So I, I was never taught like the, the real names for anything or the names for like the techniques or stuff like that. So. And with that in mind, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started? Uh, just look it up on YouTube. Save yourself the headache. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Just look it up. Even like Googling it, like you can, you can find out what it is. And you were mentioning yarn, just purchasing it, different styles and stuff like that. What is your go-to place to buy yarn? Is it Amazon? Is it other online stores? Is it uh, local shops? Uh, right now it's Walmart. Um, I was able to find a couple really, really big balls of yarn on a good sale. And I feel like Walmart has just generally decently well-priced yarn. But the quality might not be for clothing, you know? My, my go-to used to be um, a site called Wool and the Gang. And that is the one that has like all the kits and stuff. I really like the feel of their, uh, their cotton yarn. It's so soft, but it's so expensive. So I'm trying, I'm trying to wean myself off of that site. It's money, money is really the issue when it comes to all hobbies, right? <laughs> like yeah, if exactly. money wasn't an issue, everybody would do all the hobbies. No, I feel you. So maybe one day there'll be a giant, giant sale and then you'll get all the yarn that's like a year supply or they have a competition where it's like, get one year's worth of supply of free yarn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever knows me, enter me in that giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on Twitter, Reddit, MySpace, <laughs> you know, all, all the relevant websites. So for you, what is your current challenge these days? Getting the time. I'm just constantly busy trying to keep up with life you know just uh, now is a busy time for me so i'm just trying to find the time to to do my hobby to to do some crochet cuz it, it is sort of like a sit down like what oh, i'm i'm forgetting the words uh, it takes a lot of time to do it that's what i want to say it's time consuming right time consuming thank you <laughs> Oh my god! I know words. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wish I knew words now. Talking with a toddler all day, all my words are gone. I'm always like, I'm always like, what? Is, how, what's the word for the when you want to do this? Or like, who's the guy? All of my vocabulary, my English language is just gone now. I talk in uh ohs and I talk in like like syllables, go, go, go and I talk uh-oh. in <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Well, hopefully there's not a lot of uh-ohs for you when you do crochet, right? Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> now, this might be a tough question as well, but what are some misconceptions about people who do crochet? Oh, maybe, maybe you know, the stereotypical granny, granny knitter, granny crocheter thing. I feel like uh, younger people are getting more into it now, especially with the uh, the sites that have kits for you that have like full instructions and maybe like even tutorials. Uh, yeah, I feel like younger people are really getting into it. Uh, and maybe for like different reasons too. Like maybe they want to start making their own clothes and participate in, you know, slower, slower fashion, stuff like that. Yeah, 
So it's it's not just a granny, not just a thing for older people, which is then there's nothing wrong with that either. So basically, what Steph is saying, it's a hobby for anyone, literally yeah, anyone who ages, wants to do yeah. it. Exactly, yeah. and that's why, like for my podcast, I think I had two or three with you four people who've done crochet on my podcast. So, and they're all different ages from around the world. It's, it's, you know, having clothing, something to keep you warm is pretty useful, especially for us in Canada during the wintertime. Keeping mm-hmm. warm is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby? Do it. It's so fun. <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not really advice. Don't get too hung up on technicalities or oh don't try to be too perfectionistic about it because then that just takes the fun out of it you know and uh when in doubt just look it up on youtube (laughs) and actually that's a perfect segue to my next question you mentioned youtube you said you didn't have any social media links you'd like to share but is there any website or even youtube channel that you prefer to go check out that is pretty helpful so the site that i mentioned wool and the gang they have a bunch of youtube um videos uh how to do basically almost everything i I guess all all the basics i guess they're they really support when you buy like a kit or whatever so like say the instructions that come with the kit aren't good enough you can always go on their youtube channel and look up how to do a certain stitch or sometimes they even have a full video of them literally making that item of clothing so if you were lucky enough to buy that item you can just follow along on that video, which is nice. I do know there are a bunch of like YouTube channels starting out where they they crochet and they show you like their pattern. But I haven't really found like a lot of them yet. Maybe maybe it's just something that's just starting out because right now I just see like knitting uh, YouTube channels, which I, I don't know how. I would love to learn, but currently I I don't know how to knit. It would be nice. You know what? You got you got your crochet. You got your crochet going on. You're loving it. It's keeping making you happy. And at the end of the day, it you create something and you get to wear it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't have an answer for you, but there's just a uh, in general in YouTube, you can just search something that you're not sure of or yeah, something that you want to learn, and most likely there will be a video that will help you. So in that case, I will put down in the show notes the word YouTube, so people can go check it out. I don't just think I have YouTube. to put the just word you, yeah, YouTube. Just YouTube. Just YouTube. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> We're on YouTube. Be like, I don't know. That's up to you. Just YouTube. <laughs> is this going to be my preview for the episode when you go on Instagram? And well, it's you know what? Be like me saying, just YouTube. Just go on YouTube. We can. And since you said that, I will make this the preview. <laughs> so to make sure people know it's about crochet, this is an episode about crochet. So YouTube crochet, 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 crochet. I mean, I had to say it a few times so people know it's about crochet. <laughs> so, okay, I'll put that down below. Or maybe I won't, but it's going to be there. YouTube is there. Guys, go check out YouTube. You're, you're grown people. Yeah, just do your thing. Either way, the last question I have for you is a question for me. Do you have any questions for me about crochet? Um, okay, if you were crochet something, either for yourself or for someone you love, what would it be? And, and say you have like infinite experience, like you can, you can, you can do anything that the pattern says or, or anything your heart desires. What would you crochet? For some reason, I knew, I knew you were going to ask that question. So I prepared ahead of time. Wow. I knew. <laughs> yeah. So what I would create is a hat. 
but what the design of the hat would be would be kind of looking like a microphone. So, <laughs> so you can tell I'm into podcasting. So I would wear this hat that looks like a microphone. So kind of maybe like a black and gray pattern kind of thing and just wear it. And then uh, t- my son can just speak into the hat. You know, excuse me. I'm already bald, so I kind of look like a microphone. So it just suits it perfectly. <laughs> I'm just completing the outfit. I'll probably wear like, I don't know, some black shirt and black pants and have like a cable. Oh, you know what? That should be your Halloween costume. <laughs> I will go. So as a you're microphone. the microphone, and then Teo is you, Meta. just yelling into my ears. <laughs> and he's yeah, he's doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's just doing a podcast, just yelling into my ears. Dad, why is your ears bleeding? It's normal. It's normal. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely do a hat. If I had to do something else, maybe socks. I feel like socks could be tricky because of the angle. But I feel like you have more. You've done socks, right? I have not. Ooh. Might be something I try in the future, but for now, not really interested. Oh, that sounds hard to me. Well, if if you need a foot model, I have hoppet feet that are crooked. So <laughs> very good, very yeah, good. That's a challenge. <laughs> just c- come to your door. Here's my foot. I just stick my foot into your door for a good solid couple mm, hours. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or do a 3D print of my foot and then send it off to you by mail. That's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this 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 uh, mindset of mine has gone way out of hand right now. I'm gonna wrap this up. So there you have it, another body with a hobby. Thank you, Steph, for coming back on my podcast and tolerating my ridiculousnessness, including well, that word. Well, thank you for having me back and tolerating all of my my oh I don't know <laughs> and all of my uh, indecisiveness. Oh, and all of my like ow, oh, I forget what this word is. <laughs> What do you call that? All of my gibberish. Yeah, that's. I say the same thing. See, I can't even complete sentences correctly. So we're the same person. Don't, don't so worry. So what happens when you become a parent? I swear, all of your language goes out the window because you've been been talking gibberish all day. That's why I also focus on communicating with my eyebrows. A whole lot of facial expressions. That's what I do. <laughs> but it doesn't really translate well through podcasts. So for the people <laughs> listening out there, just picture me doing intense facial expressions during every single episode. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you get. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to be on my podcast or want to learn more about my podcast, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show some support, you can leave a review or even participate in my patron, patron, Patreon. There you go. And I also sell merchandise on Redbubble. If you want to learn more about crochet, YouTube, YouTube crochet, crochet YouTube. We've talked about this. So go I like check how that I'm out. not even plugging like my own YouTube channel because I don't <laughs> even have one. I'm just plugging YouTube in general. <laughs> yet, yet, you might have one. She might have one when this episode comes out. We don't know. Only she knows. <laughs> Watch her tomorrow. Boom. New YouTube Ooh, channel. Boom. <laughs> that's my new uh, that's my new hobby. And then you just have Josh standing there. He's your model. Neutral yeah. face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> For a solo like five hours. Yeah, there you go. Or he's asleep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd appreciate that. But what we do appreciate here is you taking the time out of your day to come on the podcast. So thank you, Steph, again for coming back on. Uh, thank you for having me again. This is really cute, like really sweet. Uh, what do you call it? Reunion? Yeah. We like saw each other a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. I, no, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like a like a podcast reunion because uh, yes, I haven't yes. been on in so long. In over three years. Yes. If you just don't think about the fact that we hang out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is two different friendships. You got the friendship, friendship, and then you got the podcast friendship. There you, there you go. So until the next episode, 
make some time for your hobby. Take care.